So what, what, what's, what's the next big thing for old Carter? What's, where's the future going? People ask us that, you know, and we just like, Hey, <laughs> Well, we hope we're around in, you know, like five years. <laughs> so wherever your barrel yeah, stocks will li- take you. Right? We just stopped living in the, in the car, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Down by the river. Yeah. No, we're, we're very excited to have our, our new space you, open. Is that where you found Mark at? Down by the river? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was hitchhiking, actually. I picked him up. <laughs> that was a bad mistake. Uh- Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. We would like to thank Tommy and Gwen Mitchell from Logheads Home Center for supporting this episode of the Bourbon Road. Find out more about their fine rustic furniture at logheadshomecenter.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. And this is The Bourbon Road. And Mike, where are we today? I think we're down in your basement. <laughs> hey, this is my basement. That's right. But I, I've been tied up down here before, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as The Bourbon Road Studio. Studio. Number one. Number one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. your place in front of the fire with old Woodrow is Bourbon Road Studio number two. Number two, yeah. <laughs> but it seems like more, more times than not, we're out on the road. Well, we are The Bourbon Road, so you think, hey, we'll go anywhere see anybody do anything you open your doors to us we're gonna we're gonna get there somehow yeah but who do we have with us today we got the carters mark and sherry mark sherry carter glad to have you on the show again hey it's nice to be here now it's been a while since you've been on the bourbon road i think it was episode number eight uh last summer you guys came on that was a lot of fun Uh, you were helping us learn how to be a podcast (laughs) it was nice to have somebody who was so gracious and and able to present themselves so so easily and make randy and i have a an easy time when we were actually a little bit nervous, I think. Oh, nothing a little bourbon can. That's right. Can't fix. Yeah, that uh, that always does the job. <laughs> so you guys are with uh, Old Carter Whiskey Company. You have How long have you guys been in business now? Go well, ahead there, Mr. Carter. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 2017, we bought our first barrels again for Old Carter Whiskey Company and started distilling. Uh at about the same time. So we now have some three-year-old uh, new make, which uh, we'll wait another couple of years and we'll be able to actually uh, produce our own uh, new make, which was really fun to do. And, uh, we, you know, we, we've got quite a few different, uh, you know, we do a rye, we do uh, a bourbon and we do an American whiskey and uh, uh, different mash bills, which uh, we love to play with. Well, Mike, you know, I'm, I'm getting that itch. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I, I haven't, I, to, surprise, to your surprise, Jim, I haven't drank none of this yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you guys have brought uh, a couple of things for us to try today, and everything that we're drinking today is currently not on the shelf. Is that correct? That is right. So you have brought for us today um, two of your bourbons that have yet to release. Yes. And one of your American whiskeys. Yes. Yes. And so we're real excited about this. We don't want to spend a whole lot of time chit-chatting before we get to the first whiskey. So why don't we talk a little bit about what's in our first glass, Sherry? Well, uh, I would like you to taste it first. Okay. So. And then we'll talk about it. So right, this is, this is uh, it, as you said, our batch four. 
and we're very excited about it. We intended to do a spring release for our bourbon this year. Um, we did not intend to do two bourbons in the spring. We'll be getting to batch five after four, but I'm excited for you guys to taste these side by side. Well, I, I tasted it. This thing, you guys should call it like Rocky Balboa. You know, <laughs> I, I like it is I, a punch in the mouth. I like what you're saying. And I think, you know, we're going to start naming our bourbons yeah. and our rice and our whiskeys. And uh, we're going to put that one on the back maybe for you. Yeah. Mike likes to name his whiskeys. He's I like it too. Usually a country country singer. Johnny but. Cash. This is a Johnny Cash. Kick the speakers. You know, but this, will, this will be like in a, box, a boxer, like a heavyweight champion. This is like the George Foreman of mm. bourbons. It's it's got a it's got a punch to it. Well, we're getting straight to it here, but I'm just now putting it to my nose, guys. So, Mike, why don't you talk about it a little bit since you're so far ahead of me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was actually I'm wondering what that, that I'm looking at the horse on the label. What's that horse all about? So that horse is uh, actually a woodcut that I did a long time ago. I'm an artist, equestrian artist. Um, all of my subjects are horses. Uh, I've tried to I've tried to do drawings and paintings of people, but they all come out as horses. You should see his self portrait over there. <laughs> well, I guess my portrait of him. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, it's a it's a woodcut that I did uh, about twenty years ago, and it's a series. Um, um, there are six, I think, six of them in the series. And when we were putting this packaging together. And when I was working on the label, nothing was coming together the way I wanted it to and convey the kind of the strength and the groundedness that I felt the label needed until Mark and I remembered this woodcut and I dropped it into the label and it just, it just was the perfect thing we needed. And it, it, it's also, it's, it was really interesting because I went to a open studio that uh, Sherry had a, an art show at, and it was the first piece of art I ever bought the, from Sherry was this horse, this woodcut. sort of stalking me yeah. Yeah. back then. <laughs> <laughs> he was mesmerized. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so it, it, that's, so it means that a is, lot, it, it you know, and it, it works really well with the, how's that a perch, percher on? It's actually oh. a. It's a Brabant, which is a which is a French workhorse, draft horse, and uh, I just happened to be an image that I loved, and um, it's very they're very short, so they have shorter legs. They're more like a Belgian, a Belgian. Belgian draft horse, yeah. yeah. So that just happened to be what it was, and I love it. And <laughs> the original painting actually hangs over the space where I write all the labels out right now. Well, well I've been kicked by a horse before, probably several times in my life. Uh, it's not a good feeling. No, no it's very no. dangerous, especially when and they have shoes on. This bourbon, it's definitely <laughs> got a kick to it, as you, you guys know. Um, so, so for a weeded weeded whiskey drinker, that's going to be something that's not as soft up front, right? No. And this one has a little bit more of a um, um kind of pow to the palate, which you know is is pretty typical of Carter bourbons, I think, and even your rise as well, is that they kind of really present themselves with uh, a loud voice. Yeah, I you know, we try to make, you know, uh, anything we do have a uniqueness to it. And, um, uh, you know, we don't want just a kind of a soft bourbon or rye or American whiskey. We want something that really speaks to people. However, there's nothing wrong with a delicate whiskey. I would never rule that out. Right. Well, I definitely don't think that. This is almost like 
you ever had a candy with cayenne pepper in it or like a uh, a dark chocolate with some cayenne like pepper in it? Like a ghost pepper brownie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. That's what somebody else said the that other day. That was yesterday's conversation. Oh, was it really? Yeah. yeah. But I'm thinking that it that cayenne pepper maybe, not not a ghost pepper, um, cayenne pepper with some chocolate, some dark dark fruit in there, Jim, maybe? Yeah, definitely, definitely dark fruit. Um, some spicier than you know spices you definitely have like a uh i don't know a, a little bit of minerality to it mm-hmm. yeah okay. i would say that mm-hmm. I, I, I love this because it does have a a really floral nose to it too you know um the uh it is it, it, a high rye okay this is our first high rye so that that's that little that's, bit of mint on the back end and that right spice there. yeah and yeah. the florality i think right yeah yeah, so I think you guys uh, continue to do what you do best, which is to put out bourbons that make you sit and think when you're tasting them. You know, you just you, you're sitting here and you're tasting this thing, and it's it's popping all these notes off to you as you're as you're, and then, you know the finish just sticks with you. It's it's got a long finish. It's got a long finish. Yeah, absolutely correct. Yeah. Now, how many barrels was was this batch right here? This was eleven. Eleven barrels. Mm-hmm. And how long did it take you to get that batch just right? Yeah, a long time. It takes a long, it's always long, a long time. time. You know, we we start with um, you know maybe even uh, fifteen barrels. Eliminate some of the barrels, you know, and then pull some back in, and uh, you know we'll we'll do sometimes thirty forty blends, at, and we just keep working, trying to improve. And then I I think it's all ready to go. I'm really happy with it. You know, I go, man, that's that's incredible. That's that's raising the hair on my arms, you know. But uh then Sherry will kinda go to sleep and wake up in the middle of the night and start blending again. <laughs> so now does she start from where you left off or does she start fresh she, with with new set of notes? Both. Well, yeah. <laughs> and she keeps good notes, man. If it wasn't yeah. for the notes, she's got this book full of notes, you know. I do have a book full of notes. And so uh, she'll try other combinations to see if they get any better. Most of the time that they're, you know, we're pretty good with the one we had come up with first, you know. Now you guys have been known for coming out with batches that are kind of signatures of each other. Like you've, That's, That it, is true. I will say, though, and I want this to be on record. Yeah. <laughs> These two bourbons we both love. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's not, there is not a, there's, there's not a dueling bourbon set. not a Mark right and a Sherry here, right? <laughs> no. The Rye's are going to be like that. Are they? Okay. But, but the these two bourbons batches four and five which will come out together um which will be exciting for the first time to have two bourbons out together so your prior batches where you have sort of putting your name on one or the other have you ever been able to tally the notes up on those to figure out like who's in the lead like or who's winning who's winning I, i'm winning are you not really <laughs> i'm just gonna say that you know, it all depends it's, on who you're talking to right? it's you know, funny it, it runs 50 50 it really does you it know? really does because i feel like stylistically they are in two very distinct camps and so you know you've got every everyone has a different palate people Absolutely. enjoy different things so I, yeah. there's no age statement on this no so what's the ages in those 11 barrels? This one you know? is mostly seven, seven. six to seven. Yeah. Yep. Seven year yep. old. Both of these, both these bottles are bottle zero, zero one. So these are pretty special bottles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so are, how did we get so lucky to get bottle zero, zero one? You guys are really nice guys. Yeah. <laughs> so you were actually bottling this week in Bardstown. Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. And kind of, you know, what goes into a bottling? I mean, you guys, 
you you source your barrels and you have them stored for aging. Yes. And you continue to age some stocks longer. Some you you know they're ready and you start using them right away. Mm-hmm. But take us through that kind of bottling process. How does that work? Okay, fifteen heart attacks. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be. There's a, there are a lot of logistics involved. Yeah. And um, you're looking at the entire company, and I know you know that. Mm-hmm. The two of us. And she does most of the work. I will give her the credit on that. Definitely. So you have That's to. Re- very nice. You, you have to release the barrels. Well, you've got some batch specification that you've created. Yes. It says this is what we want you to do with the barrels. And you release those to the bottling plant. And then they do the blend. No, we are very, very hands-on. You are there. We're there. Oh, we we want to make sure we there's are. no mistakes at all. We, so, are, we are so there. Because something can go wrong if we're not there with you. Because I'm assuming you're not just adding all the barrels. You're adding parts of barrels too, right? We do both. Sometimes yeah. a blend is partials. Sometimes it's all barrels. It just, it totally depends on, we've done all kinds of competitions. So once you get it all blended, you're like, this is what I want. You go to the, to where you're going to bottle it at. You get them to blend it. Are you guys sitting there? Hey, let's pour this in. Let's pour that in. Let's pour this in. Yes. Yes, a little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, we are, it is a very creative process. Um, and it's, yes, we are. There are plenty of blending he, accidents out there. We, we get, you see them on the shelf all the time. Redemption and uh, whatever, you know. Well, we've, we've heard horror stories yeah. where people have not been there. And somebody's pouring a barrel in and it's black and it has a problem and that's going to mess up the entire batch. And we, we can't afford to do that. And, you know, we want everything to be really great. And so we're there at every, every step of the way. It's actually, it's painful. I mean, I'm very, Mark is, he's much more, you're much better at relaxing and it's, you know, it's, this is going to be, we've already done this. This is, we know what these barrels are, you know, but I am like, I, I stress a lot. I'm very, <laughs> very, very hands-on. It's like, I don't have children, but I feel like it's these giving are, birth every time yeah, these we are do her it. babies. So they as are. Mike was saying, you, you get, you get it all mixed together and it's ready to go in the bottles and you're doing that final taste and comparing it to a sample you brought with you maybe, or. Yeah, we're doing that. And you know, it's, and it's also, and we know this from our, our background in the wine industry, you know, you put something in a tank and it's all mixed up and it's just, you know, it's kind of like. Sometimes it has to come together a little bit, you know, it takes a while to actually marry all of the different barrels. Right. They're a little bit like um, unruly children in the bottle at the beginning, you know, Uh, but they come together and and they settle down. I've heard that because, you know, we've played with blends before, you know, just at home with take this bottle and that bottle and see what you can make. And it's not the same the day you put it together as a week later when you drink it. Yeah. That's the next right. day. And, you know, we always check, you know, when we make a blend, uh, we'll actually taste it in the next couple of days to see how it's holding up. That's always, you know, something that, you know, you want to do. Same way with wine. When we do the wine, you know, see if it's going to, you know, how it's going to hold up or if it's going to last. So this, you guys are, you're just, you are the corporation. You're you're the manufacturer. You're doing everything from putting into the, making the blend, I guess, putting the bottle, bottle in it, 
Mark, you don't do the labeling, though, do you? Do no, you? Sherry writes every <laughs> label out herself. So hand this. labeling. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and I'm recruiting uh, those with good penmanship who would like to apply. <laughs> I got I got very lucky when I you know, when I first tried to do it. My handwriting wasn't good enough, so they fired me. Which and, Sherry fired you? Yes, they yes. mean Sherry. <clears throat> I did. So I just drive around when she's doing these labels now, <laughs> you know, because it takes her a couple of days to do the labels. So I go out and see things, and you he, know, he gets check into out. all sorts of trouble while I'm working. <laughs> going, to, going to get more bourbon. <laughs> all right, all right let, let's put a shout out to the roadies here with good handwriting. So yeah. roadies, if you're out there and you've got good handwriting, uh, post a picture of your favorite old Carter bottle. Hashtag. New OC labeler. <laughs> Save Sherry's hand. Free Sherry's Free hand. Sherry's Free Sherry's hand. Sherry's hand. She's kind of getting crippled up a little bit, her little hand. You uh, know. But I do. Writer's I, cramp. It actually, behind the scenes, though, that is one of the things that I love to do is that I know I get to touch all these labels five times and send these bottles out, send these old labels out with some love. And, and I always say, you know, have fun, make friends, <laughs> enjoy yourself. Make us friends. Yeah, I, which and they you know do. what else I say? See you on the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. So uh, what I, I get a little cuckoo when I'm in the house for eight hours, right? So we got this, this whiskey expression right here that, man, it packed a punch. That's one of the things we've, we, uh, we're known for is it's always foolproof. And we, we have never actually cut any of the, the bourbons, rye, or whiskeys. So you guys don't do any chill filtration, obviously, because no, your no. bourbons and your rye and your American whiskeys come out at a high enough proof where that's not necessary. Yeah. So you just, you're just filtering out the chunks, basically. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So do you do, you do a, any carbon filtration at all or None. just screen filtration? Just a, just a screen. So when you're working with a bottler, yes. one, of the, one of the things that you prearrange with them is the filtration method. Yeah. Or the screen. Or the lack thereof. Yeah. yeah. Or the lack thereof. Yeah. And have you guys used different bottlers throughout their process? Or are you stuck with one? We've one got place? a couple that we work with. Yep. Two, two different ones. And we like to start, you know, doing our own bottling, which is the next thing that we would love to do. Now, you're out there hustling in this this bourbon and whiskey, right? You're out there on the road all the time visiting liquor shops. Right? Because I've heard you guys stop in like liquor barn we and like saw your stuff on the people. bottom shelf. <laughs> Right, yeah. And that's a oh, nice that, thing to see, that was your, a funny one. see yes. your bourbon on the top shelf. <laughs> yes. Right. With the rest of the big boys, yeah. big girls, whatever you want to call it, big whiskeys. <laughs> um, and you're out there working, working. Well, that was, off. that was a, uh, a very funny story. We stopped in, we were actually on our way to, the to bourbon pour classic. at the bourbon classic last year Yeah, and we needed pour spouts and salami. <laughs> and salami. <laughs> Something to eat. <laughs> so we were at the liquor barn and um, got our poor spouts and Mark was wandering around. We had gotten separated and a gentleman walked by me and said, hello, are you finding everything okay? And I said, yes, but I was just wondering, do you have any old Carter? And he said, oh, as a matter of fact, we do. And he said, I was just going back there now to put this price tag on, on the, on the shelf. And I said, oh, I'd love to, I'd love to see where it's at. So he's follow me. So I go back there with him and, there it is. And they've got it up in the, in the case there. It was in a very lovely spot. And he said someone had mismarked it and it's been down at like, I think it was like 1899 when it was supposed to be. I think they left off price. a zero or something. <laughs> I'd about every bottle. I'd been like, I'd take everyone and things right now. <laughs> so, Great buy. 
So it was very cute. And so I said, well, that looks very good. We're, we're very happy to see that. And, and, and that's a nice, you know, it's a fair price and that's perfect. And I said, you know, Mark by this point came over and had found me. And I said, well, we're the Carters. And he, the gentleman, <laughs> he was thought that was pretty funny. Good. <laughs> so we just came to check on stuff. <laughs> so you guys are bouncing between uh, Kentucky, California, uh, Washington, D.C., that, that's that's kind of your distribution right now. Those are our three states or areas that we're we're selling uh, old Carter in. Yes. So it's events, it's building relationships with social media people, doing podcasts like we're on today. Yep. This is um, wonderful. You know, uh, meeting with other people in the distilling industry and distributors, and you know, I, I, it's just a busy job, right? It keeps you real busy, I would think. Yeah, we've been running pretty fast for the last two and a half years. Yeah. So is it just you two right now or is the plans to hire some more people to help you out like with writing the labels and you told, told us about your whiskey ambassadors out there? Yeah. It's just the two of it us. It is just really. the two of us. Uh, you know, a bottling line, you know, we, you can hire people to do bottling. So, you know, that's part of the, you know, the, uh, the one of the things we hire out and same way at the winery, we have a uh, bottling truck come in and bottle for all our uh, custom crush clients. So um, that's, uh, uh, that's an easy thing to do. And that doesn't really change what the, the makeup of the bourbon is. And that's what the two of us. There's really a, a, a truck that comes in with a bottle. It's like a semi truck or it's it is a, a semi truck. Yeah. Mobile bottling. I didn't even you know that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's I've a very cool of, thing. I've heard of mobile uh, butchers yeah. that'll come in and slaughter your cow or whatever for you and do all that. But I've never heard of a mobile bottling line. And they're yeah. busy. They're very busy. Very busy. Yeah. And it's getting to be bottling time at the winery right now, too. So, so you think that'll be a thing in Kentucky, maybe? Eventually, maybe we talked about it. You know the um, the big difference between the wine industry and the and the whiskey business is the packaging can vary so much with spirits. So that the, the bottle itself is so different. Yeah. Square, you know, and round, wine, short. <laughs> you got three different, you know, glass molds that they, really everybody a, uses a season for wine but we're bourbon there's really not a that's a season right for. that's you right he needs more corn you just you just find your local farmer and let's let's exactly. raid his silo yeah <laughs> well, we got plenty of that around here and we're happy about that yeah <laughs> yes that's actually one of the the uh the things that i love the most about the spirits industry is you know we we've got the winery in napa and and you really are a farmer and you are really tied to the seasons and you're you're living by the the magic wand of mother nature and and sometimes she gets ticked off. Yeah, she can slap you down pretty good. Yep. You, yeah. you you think you're good and you get a big head and she'll come around and rain on your parade. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so Mike, uh any last thoughts on this uh on this batch four bourbon before we move on? It's definitely got some spice. I'd I'd said it before, it's a very bold big boy bourbon. <laughs> It's not a, it's a sipper, most definitely. Um, and it's not something you're going to sit down and drink several glasses of unless you're Sherry Carter. <laughs> um, you're just going to sip on it a little bit here and there and come back and revisit it once in a while. Yeah. I tell you what, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think it's a little bit different than what I've tasted in your prior uh, releases. I think this one has a little bit more, um, I mean, there's a lot more showing up there, a lot more notes showing up there. And uh, it does really give you that um 
that high right punch to the back of the palate. So I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it Thank lot. you. I love that. We really were trying to, um, well, we wanted to work with something that had, you know, those kind of maybe a brighter note, something that was um, reminiscent of like, I wanted a spring bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you've, I think you've achieved that. So next we have uh, your batch number five. That's right. Tell us a little bit about batch five. Well, batch five, we call the, a lot of things, but uh, it was a surprise. We were not planning on doing this, this blend. We um, ordered the samples, tasted through them and looked at each other and said, this is, it's, this is now. And I'm very excited for you guys to try this. So. Okay. Well, let's, let's get right into it. I'm getting some uh, citrus on the nose. Oh, right away. Yeah. yeah. Almost some orange citrus. Mm-hmm. Maybe tangerine. Yeah, Mike. Uh, what are those little What are those little things called? The uh, the cuties or yeah? Is that what it is? Cuties. Well, yeah, cuties. I eat a whole bunch of those. <laughs> those are great. Yeah, they're just easy to peel. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of mint too. Is this also a high rye? No, similar mash bill. Different nope. mash bill. Totally different mash bill. Okay. Lighter fruit, a little more floral. I haven't tasted it yet. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm watching your facial reactions. I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, which, what's going on here? I'm almost getting a little bit of key lime pie in this <clears throat> with that cr- graham cracker crust. Yeah. And then the, the spice and the citrus of the key lime. That's what I'm getting on this. I'm going to taste it. Well, I'm ta- I've already tasted it. You know, hey. what I think is interesting is it's been sitting here in the glass while we were drinking that batch four. And it's definitely opened up, I think, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it um, it definitely um, is everywhere at once in your on, on your palate. So it's not just it's like it's not look up front moving across the middle towards the back. It's everywhere all at once. Yeah, I I, I like this because it's you know um, mouth feel. Yeah, again is. Do you think that the palate matched what you've found in the nose? A little bit, just a hair difference there, but. Less citrusy. Yeah. That's why I said it has that graham cracker to it a little bit. Now that you've swirled it around, like for me, when I first picked it up, it had the, it had the lighter citrus Mm -hmm. profile, but you swirl that around. And this, this is a, this is a a crazy, to me, this one was just. Frankenstein. It's got, so it's not, it has so many different things going on. There's going to be a, Mike, there's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of mouth noises on this. <laughs> I'm sitting here yeah. chewing this, I and I can see the girls. We've got a gallery today. Our it's wives are here, and I'm uh, chewing my bourbon. I, I it's love, a chewy bourbon. Yeah. I like to chew bourbon. I yeah. really do. And it's this is a one of the ones you can chew. It's it's really hard for me to behave myself over here. I'm just telling you. <laughs> do not behave. <laughs> Okay, so this one is um, a lot more. Now, the first one was is wonderful. Batch four is wonderful. This one is very interesting. Very interesting. Now, it is a little bit different on the nose than it is on the palate, but it surprises you in a nice way. You know, a bourbon out there that, you know, some people don't like us to do this to match their bourbons up to something else, but Elijah Creek Barrel Proof. This, to me... It has all those just different layers and complexities of taste, um, finish, um, the nose on it. Like you said, we let it sit there a little bit. We drank it. 
and then we re renose it and it brings something else to it and stuff and I like that. You know, you can go from a key lime pie with that graham cracker crust almost to a, a cherry pie on that. It's funny because, you know, the nose and you say key lime pie, I said limoncello, but whatever it is, that citrusy nose. I think that graham cracker actually comes out on the palate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you tasted it, you know, you get that graham cracker crust of a good key lime pie or something. Um, and I like that. You know, that that sweetness you're getting there. And that crust, it, it's good. Yeah. You know? So again, you know, with with an old Carter bourbon and, and with your rises and Americans as well, but it's it, it gets you to thinking. I mean, I'm going to have you, to steal this bottle, I think. <laughs> take this home with me. It's, Jim, uh, Jim it, you can have a sample bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, well, job, job well done. Thank Very you. good. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. I enjoy that a lot. So you guys are in Kentucky for a couple of days. Then you got to go back out to California to your <laughs> to your cellar, right? Yep. And then you're back in Kentucky and then back out. Yep. Does that get tiring to you too? No, it's exciting. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It really is we, exciting. And, you know, uh, we're, we've got it down. So it's not, we used to like travel and every three days be somewhere, you know, and then we'd have to move. Um, today we've got a place to, to land. We've got an apartment and, you know, we used to live out of suitcases and, you know, uh, and the hotel, car <laughs> hotel rooms and try to find a hotel room every time. So now we're staying for, you know, a week at a time somewhere or maybe even two weeks. I mean, you're not living in a shanty down by the river. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah, but we, we're, we're really happy being in, in Louisville and, 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 you know, where we're at. And it's exciting to be here now because there's so much great stuff going on. Right. Yeah. So you guys live downtown in Louisville half time, let's say. Yeah. And you're actually Got a building project going on down there. So you own a building at second and market? First and market. First and market. market. Yes. Okay. Building at first and market. Mm -hmm. And on the first floor of that building is Justin's House of Bourbon. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. And right next to Justin's House of Bourbon is a little construction project that's going on. A little on. construction project. That's so, right. We're going to have our own little place there. And it's going to be our, our Carter showroom and, and a little tasting room. And uh, so we have a place that uh, we can see our friends. So are you going to sell bottles there or just do tastings and promote the brand? Have you decided? You're still thinking through that or? Yeah, still kind of, you know. They can always say, walk next door to Justin's and yeah. get a bottle, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Okay. We hope to have some kind of, you know, exclusive kind of releases there eventually. Okay. Some some media events, some uh some uh, ambassador events, some some things for A your absolutely. She yeah. said she said releases. I Jim, did. Which in my mind, I'm thinking, man, they're going to do a wheat release. <laughs> weeded release. We, we are. You will be happy to know that we are sitting on some weeded. We stuff. do have wheat. It is. It is. <laughs> will be a weeded. It's peacefully resting. Will it be a weeded whiskey or a weeded bourbon? It'll be a bourbon. Yeah, weeded it'll bourbon. Be a bourbon. Oh, so man. you have some barrels in your storage right now that are weeded wheat wheat mash bill. Yes. yes. And are you going to let us know a little bit about what the age on those might be? Well, those are probably about three years old right okay. now. So they need a little time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. And and in addition to that, and you know we're gonna we're gonna have to take a break here in a few minutes. But before I do, we talked a little bit ago about how you guys are procuring barrels and you're storing them and you're doing bottling. But you're also you've got some um, new make being 
made for you guys as well and, and barreled, right? Yes. That's correct. Yeah. So you, you've got a future ahead of you. You've got some barrels that aren't going to come of age for another four years and you've got plans for those. We do. We do. We ha- we're actually sitting on barrels from one year old to 28 years old. 28 years old. 28. There's like five bottles in that barrel. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> There's nothing in there. It's just a drop. <laughs> well, let's, let's discuss that on the second half, Jim. Are we, are we there? I think we're there. We're okay. going to continue sipping on this batch five. Guys, batch five is okay. If I have to choose between the two, I'm, I'm choosing batch five. batch five. They're both wonderful, though. Thank, Thank you. you. They're, they are so different. They are different. They're, I'm, I'm and they're definitely both, going with batch five. All right. <laughs> I, I love batch five. Yeah. It just warms me up. All right, guys, keep your ears open. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, you've got something else special for us. We do. All right. like to thank Tommy and Gwen Mitchell from Logheads Home Center for supporting this episode of the Bourbon Road. Logheads Home Center, nestled in the hills of Kentucky, is an industry leader in building handcrafted rustic furniture. Family owned and operated, they take pride in offering only the very best for their customers. The Logheads, and that's what they like to call themselves, are skilled woodcrafters who are passionate about creating rustic furniture for people who appreciate the beauty of natural wood. Owners Tommy and Gwen don't just sell the rustic lifestyle, they live it. And you can be sure that Logheads Furniture will always be handcrafted in Kentucky by artisans who embrace the simple way of life. Logheads Rustic Furniture is made from northern white cedar, a sustainable wood that's naturally rot and termite resistant. Its beauty and quality will add warmth to your earthy lifestyle for generations to come. Be sure to check out everything they have to offer at logheadshomecenter.com. And while you're at it, Give Tommy and Gwen a shout on Facebook or Instagram at Logheads Home Center. Hey, so we're back here in Simpsonville, Kentucky, in Jim's basement with the Carters. I almost think when I hear the Carters, I think of the Carters from country music. I like uh, that. Um, and it just invokes <laughs> that memory, I guess, of the Waltons, maybe. <laughs> you guys, are you guys big music fans? We, we love country music. Country music. There was a series on uh, public broadcasting and we watched the entire thing. It was just unbelievable from the, the beginnings of country music. Was that, it Was it from the same, it was a PBS thing, yeah, right? It was, yeah. it, was it the same guy? Was it Ken Burns? It was, yeah. 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 Now, did you, are you related to june carter cash her no, family i hope no, so I, i'd like to be but i don't think so <laughs> you don't think so and, that, and that's the carters i, I kind of yeah but mark your up. family does originate out of somerset kentucky right? that is, that is true my grandmother was uh, born in somerset and so it's got uh we've been down there quite a few times that's to, lake cumberland area it, it really is cumberland gap i want to get a party boat get a party, party boat, boat. <laughs> yeah big old big party boat yeah well if you bring the old whiskey carter party boat. old carter party boat <laughs> I think we might need one of those. I think it'd be fun. <laughs> Just keep it docked out there with a little. Hey, I've, I've seen some of those in my life where a Hooters boat pulled up to the dock and I'm like, oh, what is going on here? 
And then the Red Bull has a party <laughs> boat like that that they just drive around and see. They we have could the Red do Bull this. Girls. We could do the, this. The old Carter. I like but, that. But you're it. talking like about it. putting Lake Cumberland. That's that's even better place for whiskey right there. I think so. Yeah. Get just Justin Collins to come down. Dustin Collins. <laughs> Dustin, Dustin Collins. Dustin Collins come down. Yeah. I like it. So Sherry, uh, we're we're on break. We we we're talking about the mash bills of four and five that we just drank. Yes. Run us back through those mash bills and what's so special about five's mash bill. Well, what we um, discovered was we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but we were not planning on blending this yet on that five. And when we tasted the samples, they were just rocking wow. and rolling. They're fabulous. And we just decided, no, this is, this, this is, this is time to give birth to batch five. And it happens to be a high corn mash bill very different from the high rye mash bill in batch four. And what I love about the two of them is that I think stylistically they are very different expressions. They have the similarities. I think that our blending style bring to the table, which is we really want a complexity. We want something that's very interesting, makes you think when you're, when you're drinking it. Um, But they are, they're so different and we just, kind of fell in love with both of them absolutely and, and so um this time around you know one isn't mine and one isn't mark so we both love both of them so so in the bourbon world you know every everybody knows this bourbon has to have 51 percent corn in it mm-hmm. so typically a bourbon has some secondary flavoring grain a lot of times most of the time it's rye uh and and you know malted barley in some cases it's wheat like with a weeder we talk about weeders. Mikey loves yeah, weeders. Yeah, I love them. But um, in the case of batch five, there's no flavoring grain. No. Zero. So it is 95% corn and 5% malted barley. Now that malted barley is needed to jump the enzyme process, exactly. right? That's yes. correct. Yeah. Okay. So that is basically a corn whiskey. Well, bourbon is corn whiskey, but that's a corn whiskey, like yeah. mellow corn, right? Absolutely. Wow. Just, I, just I love a better it. fashion of it. I, I I do. I'm drawn to a corn mash bill, yeah. a, a high. I just love the sweetness. And it always gives that to There's you. There's your sugar smacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a caramel corn freak. I, I do like it. <laughs> Cracker Jacks. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Those are hard to find Best these pairing days. ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we've got, uh, did we talk about the, the, the proof on those two? We did not. So actually the, um, we never cut anything. That's an, that's another thing that old Carter doesn't do is, is add water. We, we like the consumer to be able to add a little water or some ice if they like. Drink it how you like it is still always the yes, best. Absolutely. And so these are um, coming in at, let's see, batch four is 116.8 and batch five is 115.1. Okay. All right. And, and they are higher proofs than our previous bourbons have been. Right. Yeah. The other ones were in the one, one, the 106 range. 106. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so we got a glass in front of us now. Yes. What's this glass? Well, this one, and I, I want to hold off on talking about the proof. Okay. Until you taste that one. Okay. So yeah. I so actually that. haven't looked at the front of the bottle other than to see the word American across it. Oh, good. Okay. We got a, We got fresh meat over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the proof. <laughs> so this is our American whiskey, obviously. And this is our batch three. We're very excited about it. (laughs) 
Okay, so you you're asking us to acknowledge the proof first, right? Well, not no, necessarily. No, no. no. You can acknowledge anything you like. Yeah, Jim, it's your show. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it got, it got taken over last week. <laughs> a lot of a lot of oak in it. Yeah, um, yeah. There, there the, this has had a lot of barrel influence. I think. You know, this. I, I will say one thing. This is the age. I'll give you an age on this. Yeah, and. We put an age statement of 12, but most of what's in this bottle is about 15 years old. Okay. And, but there is some 12 in there and I, you know, and I think, uh, you with, with that, uh, age, you get a little bit of that. oak. Now this is an American whiskey because it has been spent some time in non new, not new oak barrels. Correct. It was entered into used bourbon barrels. Okay. Exactly. I just noticed on the back of your label, it says born from the soul of Somerset. Yes. That's pretty awesome. I like that. Thank you. Going back to those Kentucky roots. Absolutely. And people don't know where we, Somerset, Kentucky is. That's, so my, my grandmother and their, their whole family had to leave during Prohibition because there were no jobs out here. So uh, they went to Bakersfield, California uh, to work in the oil fields because there were jobs there. And so that's how we got to California. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that took place. Yes. A lot of that took place. That westward movement. Absolutely. Now, there's some pretty famous singers from there from Bakersfield, right? Bakersfield's pretty good. Country western. Yeah. Who's who's from out there? Well, you got Buck Owens. You got the Buck. You got Merle Haggard. Yeah. You know? And Dwight Yoakam kind of yeah. took over that Bakersfield sound, right? Yeah. It's got its own special sound yes. out there. So, speaking of music, today. we are actually going to be doing the Railbird Festival oh, you this are. year. Okay. Yes. So we, well, when, well, tell our listeners, when is that? So that is August 22nd and 23rd, I think. Yeah. Uh, and they just released the lineup of the uh, the artists that are going to be there performing. And we are going to be in the Rick House um, with our with our stuff. Yeah. So pouring. We're pouring. Yeah. To be decided. We're actually um, doing a special release just for the festival. Oh, great. So, so you, are you selecting a barrel for that? We are selecting a barrel. Okay. Yes, we are. Yeah. yeah we we have been um, hesitant to kind of get into the barrel selection um, game because we just don't have enough to go around. Sure. Um, but we have some very good friends in the behind the behind this event, and they were very, very um excited to have us work with them and and so we couldn't say no well that is yeah. exciting so real so, birds over in lexington that's right that's yes, correct at keeneland yeah. at keeneland yes and it's august 22nd 23 music, music, right? music yes. and and bourbon music bourbon and then there are like six or seven uh chefs from kentucky that are doing their own thing they're doing the food thing yeah. and well, so I don't know whether there's a festival in Kentucky that doesn't have bourbon at it. Right. <laughs> That's true. All right. So, Mike, let's talk a little bit about this whiskey. Yeah. Any, anything you want to start out with? Um, I, This is a look for the proof it is. And I know the proof because I got the bottle sitting right in front I of me. I don't. So, don't don't I'm give it away cheating yet. cheating a little bit. But for this proof, it's lighter drinking than the proof is, I think. It's very shocking to me that it it's not, we've a heard, punch, it's not punch in the mouth. We've heard that before. This um, is kind of dangerous stuff yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna start out by guessing the proof because i'm afraid if i wait too long somebody's gonna slip up and say it yeah so i don't know what it is but i'm gonna say 112 to 118 range not even close jim not even close not even touching it yeah not even close 
I'm going to tell you. It's 138.1. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you guys just came in under hazmat radar. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I love this stuff, though. It's, now, this has a sweetness to it. It has Doesn't a sweetness. Have sweetness. I'm just trying to pick up that note that what that sweetness is. I though. just get honey yeah. butter. Yeah. Honey, but honey raisin. You get, get a little. I get a little bit of like dried raisin. fruit. Dried, dried fruit. fruit. So like honey raisin. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that to me is like cognac. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it does. So it has a little bit of cognac kind of. Yeah, I could go there. American yeah. cognac. American cognac. Yeah. And we just created a new category. It's going to be weird, but because of the spice of it. It does have spice. You know, you I ever think- been to a place that has those gigantic cinnamon buns? With, oh, yeah. That's called the Cleveland Airport. With the cinnamon just covered <laughs> in it. Um, that's what I get. Like Cinnabon? Ooh, Cinnabon. No, yeah. Just a humongous. Oh, I will yeah. totally go Cinnabon all the way this with you. Is, yeah. See, this is. It's, it's got good. all that wonderful baking spice and then that sweetness yeah, yeah. and that caramely. I could actually drink this, this is, with that. This is super. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you were pairing this, it would go well with the Cinnabon, wouldn't it? Oh. But I get that in this whiskey. Spice cake. Or that yeah. Pepperidge Farm raisin toast with the that sounds good a yeah icing on it and a little bit of butter yeah a lot oh, of butter on it. I, just, I just i thought you were about to say fruit cake no no <laughs> no it tastes like fruit i've cake. always been a big fan of that raisin toast i, I love, did too. i love raisin toast yeah but yeah it has to have lots of butter on it yes like paula dean size butter <laughs> yeah. i don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> you've lost me there Paula Dean that's butter. a quantifier. <laughs> Paula Dean, that's everything she cooks with. She's like butter, this more butter. Yeah, she just butter. had. I, I don't even know where she gets this thing at, but she has this like giant silver bowl full of. <laughs> it must have twenty sticks of butter, and she's like, "Well, you add this small bowl to this cinnamon buns, and it no. tastes buttery." Yeah, I, I think all you really need in life is butter and salt and a little sugar, and you got a bacon. You know, yeah, a little bacon. Oh, yeah, we have, a, we have a saying at our house. You know. And I think about now we're both, we're all getting a little bit buttered. Buttered. We're getting buttered. buttered. We're getting buttered up. <laughs> yep. Because you can be lightly buttered. <laughs> that came from my mom, actually. Very funny. <laughs> or heavily buttered. Are you talking about when you're drinking whiskey? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I tell you what, guys, oh. you know, this, this, this American is, is really good. It's, um, again, you know, the funny thing is, is you, I almost feel like I could, nail a Carter product almost every time I taste one, but I, I know that's not true because the blind is such a, a great equalizer that, you know, you get, you get fooled more times than not. But I feel like I, I get your story when I taste your whiskeys, you know, they're bold. They, they, they're each one has just, uh, just these flavors that just jump out at you. Um, you know, they're, they're not subtle. I don't think they're subtle at all. Uh, they're bold. They're in your face. They're loud. They're uh, in the, in this case, I'm surprised at the proof on this because, you know, it's it's kind of been interesting. So our really high proof seems sometimes lower than it is, and our low proof seems higher because it has so much flavor. Well, I think some people think of that like a high rye as higher proof because of that spice, and that's not always the case. That's right. Um, this one's got all those fruits and light spice on the back end. Um, but it's drinking, I'd say right around what Jim said, like a one ten. 
you know. Yeah. I mean, I, what did I say? 114, 112 to 118? Yeah. Yeah. It, I think it's solid in that range, but I would have never guessed it close to hazmat. So. <laughs> That sounds so bad. Well, no, but it's, it's the truth. Once you go over 140, when you ship it, it has to be labeled hazmat. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a real thing, Mike. Have you guys ever had had it come out we have over a, 140? Actually, we have a um, batch two was 139.2. Yeah. So this is. Just a little under that. Just a little under that. And, you know, it's, no, not, that, it's not. not that you can't work with it when it's 142 or 141. It's just some extra paperwork. You just got to yeah. do extra paperwork. So. Yeah. so no secret that you guys own a seller out in California, right? Yes. Um, so this is my big question for you, right? So you got a winery. You got whiskey. Why not a finished, finished bourbon? Oh, that is the... That is the question, isn't it? <laughs> so, so ideally, you know, we want to see a Tokalon finish, right? I don't know. <laughs> Mark's you know. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Gosh, you know, Sherry has always says it correctly. She says, you know, you take really good bourbon and you put it in a wine barrel. For us, you know, that's maybe not what we want to do. We like yeah. wine separate and we like bourbon separate. So you guys are not huge fans of finished bourbons. Not really. Okay. Fair they're, enough. They, they taste, they're unique and interesting, but I'm kind of just an old fashioned guy. But you we, have to admit it begs the question. It does right? beg the question. Everybody asks, everybody asks us that. And and we will, we, we have definitely had some late night experiments with um, just like, you know, put this in that glass after this has been in that glass. And so that's what is doesn't, that? doesn't taste that bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you take some, some one of, one of our wines. So we do have a few ideas. I mean, you have some young. I will stocks. not rule it out. Yeah. So you, you could even use big chief on that one. I took, <laughs> you know, I do, I do like, and you know, I love French barrels for the wine and I love the flavor of a French barrel. And I know I would love to finish in a French barrel. That's yeah. one of the things I would love a to new do. French barrel. Yeah. Okay. Not, but not in a, not one barrel. that's used with wine. Not maybe. sure yet. Not sure yet. Not but sure that, yet. That kind of, I guess my point there is I don't know anybody else in the whiskey business that owns a seller too. And then you're marrying the two products together. Yeah. And I, I would almost think, there is a market out there for that, uh, for a certain consumer that likes that product. Yeah. Well, and I think for us, the bottom line is this, it has to be delicious. So whatever we're doing, it's gotta be great. So if, if, if we're doing it just to do it and it detracts from the flavor profile, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But that, that totally makes sense. Yeah. I just, I wanted to dig on you two a little bit. No, no, it's a very <laughs> good question. And we get asked all the time. Yep. And uh, we're just not sure yet. We haven't decided. <laughs> <laughs> All things are possible. Anything's, Anything's possible. possible. Exactly. Don't rule it out, I That's guess. The, that is the old Carter I mean, party boat motto. We got the we got the weeder out of them. We just kinda push a little bit. Yeah. I love I love weeders too. Yeah, we can't wait. We've got we've got some we've got a five grain, we've got a weeded, we've got we got all kinds a of five grain. grain. Yeah. Oh, so, so what are the five grains? Obviously we're talking corn, rye, and barley, right? Mm -hmm. Wheat. Wheat. 
And but there is also a uh, we two, have two corns, two corns in there. Yeah. White, oh, two corns, white and not yellow. quinoa or anything yeah. like no. that. Yeah. <laughs> You're not trying to put <laughs> a white, white and yellow corn, soybeans or no, yeah. some soy, soy. We, no, we might, we might good. We go with five. We, we, yeah. we might be you know halftime in California, but we're not doing more grains for better, right? I mean, we're all the way up to like 19 bean soup now, so <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> so what, uh, what what's What's the next big thing for old Carter? What's, where's the future going? People ask us that, you know, and we just like, Hey, well, we hope we're around in, you know, like five years. So wherever your barrel yeah, stocks will li- take you. Right? We just stopped living in the, in the car, Mike. We- <laughs> Down by the river. Yeah. No, we're, we're very excited to have our, our new space you, open. Is that where you found Mark at? Down by the river? Oh yeah. He was hitchhiking. Actually, I picked him up. That was a bad mistake. I know. So you, so you got your new space in downtown Louisville. Yes. That's kind of a, a lot of focuses on that. Right a lot now. of focuses on that. So and what's um, those? I, Top story is going to be. We don't know yet. We don't know, but we're going yeah. to have suggestions. We're open to we're suggestions open. or thoughts. Me from, and Jim are going to help you guys on from that. your audience here. <laughs> yeah. uh, the recording we we, studio. Yes, we would love studio. to have. Yeah. The, we'd love to have the recording studio there for you all. But um, well, there's actually uh, we got a lot of friends and that record too. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of other podcasts out there. We we say that all the time. Rising tides raise all ships. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's what we love about the bourbon culture so much. Um, it's just, you know, you guys came in here to Jim's basement, sat down like old friends, and we start sipping on whiskey. I mean, how much better does it get to that? Not much better. All right, guys. Well, I tell you what, I've I've really enjoyed this. This has been uh, a great time. We definitely want to have you guys on again in the future. Well, thank you. I'd like to make this a recurring theme. You know, we get the Carters to come on. Next time, maybe not an interview, maybe just hanging out and having a good time and drinking Suburban. What do you That'd think? That great. sounds good. We, we love you guys, and thank you very much. We'll come back anytime. Oh, it's love, our pleasure. Love sipping with you anytime. Well, let's take a minute here, and let's let you have an opportunity to reach out to our people and let them know where they can find you on the internet, on social media, you uh, what you guys have going on. Yes. So we are on Instagram at old Carter whiskey co. Um, That's our little handle and a little bit of Facebook too. But to be honest, you are looking at the entire uh, company right here. (laughs) So if we go dark for a few days, don't be mad. We'll be right back. We're just making whiskey or blending whiskey or making labels or <laughs> or drinking whiskey with us <laughs> or drinking whiskey with these guys. And we really appreciate you guys having us. On. You guys have a website too, right? We do old Carter, uh, old Carter whiskey co.com. Oh, yeah. And do you guys yeah. sell any like, um, merchandise is coming. It's coming. I've had a lot of requests and I appreciate everybody reaching out and wanting to get some, and we will have some merchandise on the website soon. Um, it's all about getting it, being able to be, uh, doing the fulfillment. Right, so, exactly. Somebody's got to pack it. Somebody's got to pack out. it and ship it. And I don't want to make people mad waiting for stuff. Yeah, so. I, I understand. But, but it is coming, and we've got some barrel heads in the works. And yes, and actually, well, you'll be able to get some stuff down there in Louisville when our little space is open. So really, I think you know your little space you're going to have in downtown Louisville. You're gonna you're gonna have some bottles in there. People are gonna be able to come in and taste your products. Yes or no, maybe be able to buy bottles or at least go next door and get them. Yeah, and uh, and you're gonna have some swag. Absolutely. Okay. Well, yeah. we're going to have some old Carter purses. 
And we might. <laughs> That's my wife. Well, you know, I call the. They call me the Mary Poppins of whiskey because there's always a bottle of something in my bag. You just carry that magical purse around. <laughs> it's I'll, a magical purse. Reaching yeah. for whiskey certain, pops out. That is. That's right. Mark Sherry, some of our very best friends in the world. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> thank, on thank the Bourbon you, Road again. Thank it, you, Mike. Thanks. Thank you guys. Always a pleasure to have you. And uh, Mike, why don't you take us out? So you can find us on. Um, anywhere on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the bourbon road. You can find us on our, uh, Facebook page, the roadies. We have a group in there, private group where people can, uh, like-minded folks can talk about whiskey all the time. We love to be in there chatting with people. Um, you can find us on our website, the bourbon where we leave our blogs about our episodes. We're trying to get a shop up online for some of our own swag. Um, you can find me at One Big Chief on Instagram. And I'm Jay Shannon 63. And uh, everybody, we appreciate you listening to The Bourbon Road, and we will see you next time down the Bourbon Road. Thank you, guys. We do appreciate all of our listeners, and we'd like to thank you for taking time out of your day to hang out with us here on The Bourbon Road. We hope you enjoyed today's show, and if so, we would appreciate if you'd subscribe and rate us a five-star with a review on iTunes. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Bourbon Road. That way you'll be kept in the loop on all The Bourbon Road happenings. You can also visit our website at thebourbonroad.com to read our blog, listen to the show, or reach out to us directly. We always welcome comments or suggestions, and if you have an idea for a particular guest or topic, be sure to let us know. And again, thanks for hanging out with us. 